Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with my dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek. We got heel producer Jim Cunningham. We got a lot of fireworks here. Joel, babyface Joel Solomon received a call from you, Dave, and, and he didn't call you back or didn't pick up, and you, you don't like that. You were big time by babyface. I mean, well, who am I to get the hi-hat from babyface Joel? I don't care for it. But all of a sudden, uh, Chaz Barkley starts talking about Jim and Joel over the weekend on TV, and all of a sudden, yeah. he's a big celebrity. Doesn't have time for his old pal Dave. It doesn't make sense. Um, but listen, if anyone's going to be outraged, let it be me, because I just got off doing um, Laugh Lines. You know the show, right, Dave? I, I do. I'm a fan of Rachel. it. It's very good. You, you've appeared on it. Rachel Bonetta is the co-host, and she starts off, well... I shouldn't say we discussed it. We started off discussing how she posted a picture of the pizza she made yesterday. You know, my cousin Jimmy started something. Actually, Jimmy Fallon started this whole thing where he made a pizza and it was a half-assed effort. It really was. He used a rolling pin. He used subpar ingredients. And that's when my cousin Jimmy steps up. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't care about ratings or anything else. But if you're going to try to take pizza, pizza's my lead guest now. For 52 years, I think he was basically saying, I'll show you how to make a pizza. He kind of embarrassed him, right? He has a pizza oven. He knows what he's doing. He's been with the top chefs. Rachel Benetta, my co-host, it inspires her to make a pizza. She makes a pineapple and and ham pizza. All right. So this is called the Hawaiian pizza. Um, I, you know what? Let's just bring her. I, I don't even want to let her defend herself. Come on. Is she in, she around here, Jim? I told her to call it. Where is she? This is like a real radio show where you hear somebody talking about. Wow, this is exciting. If we're really well, now she blew it. You 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 blew the joke here. I didn't even tell him about that part of it. I I already. I don't. I I don't even have to hear her speak because she's already committed a crime with her background. And I suggest, <laughs> Sal, I'll leave it to you. I think we would be wise to cut our losses now. Quit while we're behind. I and hate save this crap. But Ned, I mean, it's really her dignity and her credibility as a broadcaster and as a human being. Choose your next words very carefully, Bonetta. Let me explain what Rachel. I only told them the spot. I only told them the part. I figured what one heart attack is enough per five minutes about the the pineapple and ham pizza. I went to, and you you claim that that Get is that was made in Canada, right? That came about. It's called it. Hawaiian, but it's Canadian pizza. Hawaiian pizza. Invented in Canada, grew up with it. In fact, you know, let's get rid of the ranch conversation. I used to dip it in jalapeno cheddar sauce. Delicious. Uh, all right. Okay, my favorite pizza by far. But whatever, that's a tired conversation. We don't need. That's not why I'm showing up. That's not why why I'm here. I'm not here to talk about Hawaiian pizza. Have you have you told him about the other? Situation? No, I didn't. It is I very figured, weird I've, that we the entire nation of Canada. You're claiming that you invented it. But you gave it to America's 50th state. Why, why, why did you let that one get out? That was, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think some wires got crossed. I don't know. Uh, Typical Canadian generosity, I guess. Eh? Uh, I eat all of my pizza. In fact, the pizza that Sal so kindly sent us from his. <laughs> oh, no, really? You ruined that, that was delicious. Too? Oh, so good. But you know what made it better? I eat all my pizza. I 
actually just had some ranch on a cracker. I Fine. I did that while I was waiting for you to let me in this room. I was hungry. I don't know what to and say. It was yeah. A delicious yeah. snack. You know, we our friend Aaron Corolla used to talk about people having immature palate. And I think that's what the, the case is here. Like you immature like everything. Or sorry, yeah. I like flavor. Okay. How about that? How about this? You don't have to have every one of your favorite flavors on one single meal. Like caramel <laughs> is good too, but you wouldn't then go dip the pizza in ranch and then caramel and then uh, you know chocolate sauce, right? You like, know what it is. Have you ever heard of this super taster situation? Like people that don't like cilantro are actually super tasters. Their taste buds are elevated. And let me guess, neither of you two are super tasters. <laughs> Let me tell you. I, something. I am. Let me I hate tell you, you right something. Now. I, I hate am, this. I, I don't can like what's going on. Handle the flavor. Oh man! First of all, it was a bad step. It was a step backwards. It was several steps backward. In fact, when we were growing up, I was no fan of French dressing. You know, French dressing was not. I bet you, Rachel Bonetta, you've never even had French dressing because it was shown the door with the creation of ranch dressing. Ranch dressing is. I don't want to call it the vanilla, the vanilla ice cream of salad dressing. How that dare would you? Vanilla. She doesn't even like ice cream. We wouldn't even be getting oh, it anywhere. Oh, right. that. that's right. Yeah. I don't like ice one. cream. Yeah. But let me tell you, Sal hits it exactly right. This is the problem. Ham and pineapple and sauce <laughs> and the cheese. And now you're going to integrate. I mean, even any kind of good dressing wouldn't be appropriate, but lousy, weirdo, trashy rash, uh, ranch dressing on top rash. of it, it, it might as it, well be that's rash. what i said i said rash yes. and i stand by it now to the matter at hand this is the pizza version of the uh the, what's the what, what, the girl scout cookie that everybody likes the samoa oh, don't, don't don't drag the samoa samoas are garbage. i'm just telling you this is exactly what this is this is the samoa cookie of pizza by Rachel Bonetta, and that is not a compliment. Don't you put know, me on that. It tastes don't. good, yeah, because it's got everything on it. If you put everything on something, it's going to approximate, okay, it's all right. I don't you know. You don't have to like drop, dump the Samoa in coconut. It's already got Samoa it. Samoa so just has coconut it, in it. it. That's it, coconut chocolate. I don't want to talk about coconut or chocolate. You have to, I can't Those believe go now. Well together. This is even worse that I sent you Bianco pizza and you dipped that in as a perfect pizza. But beautiful. I didn't want to have to tell you that. I didn't want to have to tell you, you that. You didn't have and to. I'm you just... shouldn't have. You really shouldn't have. And you drip dip it in ranch. I'm so sickened by this. I really am upset by it. I think we've come to the bottom of it. I think that we've come to the bottom of it that you guys aren't super tasters and you couldn't possibly handle and interpret all the different flavors that are coming to you at once. That's like too, that's over your heads. That's too much. Why? Why just for me? I welcome it. It's a welcome challenge. And now listen to what this super tasted this lunatic wants to do now. She was like, all right, let's put it up to a poll. I was like, what do you want the poll to say? She's like, do you or do you not dip your pizza in ranch? I was like, well, you're going to lose. You're not going to get 50%. <laughs> well, you're not going to get plus 50%. What, what's the bet? No, pro- then why, why haven't you put it up yet? All right, we'll put it, it up. I figure we could we could spice it up a little and maybe maybe get those percentages to tighten up a bit. Oh, Dershak, can you it. not acknowledge can you not acknowledge that people do this? Like this isn't the first time you've heard of it. No, this. but I you do. know what? Talk yeah. about spice your pizza up. I'll tell you this. Get rid of the ranch and put a little uh, Frank's Red Hot on there. Now you're We were talking with about gas. that. Like that's What's a with little the hot little sauce? more Here's the thing, Rachel. We all when we were 1 and 2 years old, we used to shit our pants. And then we realized <laughs> there's a better way to go in life, right? We can go to the sure. toilet. Our our parents Speak for yourself. <laughs> our parents showed us the way 
And now there's just a bet you don't walk away with a, around with a dump in your pants. This is it. You can learn. You're able to learn. You can learn. You just have to learn now. You know what it is? You guys like hot sauce because it burns your mouth. When your mouth is burnt and all you taste is spice, you don't taste flavor. Listen, I, <sighs> I was in Chicago for many moons and I used to eat wing pizza. Now, I balk philosophically That's at the notion. Okay. Well, it's not what it what it isn't is pizza. But okay. I I it's the same thing as Hawaiian pizza. I'm fine with it as a food stuff. Let's just not call it pizza anymore. We're getting too far afield. You understand? Same thing with it. But I would I I'll, I you know, no jive. I'll tell you the truth. I used to dip the crust that the uh, that bar that uh, wing pizza wow. in blue cheese. Here not we go. Ranch though. My issue is mostly Still a dip. With the ranch. Well, listen, that's that's the best thing Papa John's gave to us. It was, hey, we're going to give you a little garlic butter and some red sauce to distract you from the mediocrity of of the main event. Now, I'm so you have upset to do that. With, I'm, so, I'm so bummed out by this. I really Hidden am. Valley? You don't this have is something that was cooked up at the Hidden Valley Ranch and you're putting it on everything? Come on, you're better than that, Bonetta. I don't think you she like is. You like Primanti Brothers, which is yes, literally do. just bread and potato. That's basically it. <laughs> That's what it is. It is. It's just, it's a single loaf of white bread with a whole <laughs> potato, unbaked or otherwise, just right Where's there. Where's the lie? We love it. Sal, James, you never had a potato like with, the, with the bread on it, I will say, David, it, it, it's a similar thing in, the, in that you're bombarding your taste buds for no reason whatsoever when you could just do a nice, plain thing. I, it, she's Sal, on the right so track with shit. it. You told me in confidence when Damashek wasn't here that you hate Permanente Brothers. I didn't say I said, hate it. You, you can't hate less it. You thought that, less of Shaq because he actually loves it. That's what I he said, Dave. I can't Sal? think less of him, but I know. I, I, and you can't hate it, too. But uh, I, I couldn't hate ranch and pizza either. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. I find, I, I appreciate the taste. I like ranch on salads and stuff. But why ruin a pizza? It's just, here's it's a, you know, here's already. a thought experiment for you or a taste bud experiment. Maybe you even want to try this. If you had a cup of tomato sauce and a cup of ranch dressing, would you ever mix them together and be like, hmm, better together? That's not that's not exactly chocolate and peanut butter mixed together, is right. it? I'm like the meme with all the numbers flying through the air and she's really thinking about something. You might be on to something here. Uh, and I right. will absolutely try that. No problem. <laughs> Good. We, we've got another booking for next week, Sal. <laughs> Isn't it funny how I completely forgot about the atrocity that is Hawaiian pizza because she brought up ranch? She immediately deflected. It's out there now. It's like, oh, okay. I'm tired of this it. conversation. I'm forget tired. You, you guys are coming from, I, you just have no experience with the, the dish and uh, you don't have a leg to stand on. Uh, all right. Ugh. Well, I'll say this. Um, Damashek, uh, we'll end on a nice note here. Okay. Rachel says, we. I, I do my favorite person of the year. She now does her favorite person of the year. She's a little confused. She came up with the other day that you were her favorite person of 2021. And I had to stop her. Uh, my mind's changed. I, I take well, it back. Well, you should you take can, it back. You can, t you can take backsies. <laughs> when did, when did, when did Red Van Fleet year? get into your life? I don't, I, I don't remember when <laughs> Van was Fleet appeared. Years ago. Years ago. He was my favorite person. You didn't even meet him in 2020. You met Dave in 2020. All right. We're going to have to, we have to work on a lot of things here. All right. I appreciate well, you jumping on. And now I'm going to go put this on um, whatever I'm having for dinner because it really doesn't matter. It goes so with absolutely disgusting. everything. It's so um, gross. It really is. Jen's has been fun. Ugh, I mean, a piece of ham, a piece of pineapple with some <laughs> tomato sauce and ranch all mixed together is vomit inducing. Yeah. I'm not listening to this anymore. I'm not listening to this. And I bid you slander. good evening.
Bye. Bye. See? All right. I think that we made up. Her, I, think, I don't think she'll ever do it again. Good. She learned her lesson, and I'd be surprised if she uh, experimented with that slop. It just bums me out, right? Is it a Did millennial thing? A it's it's got to be a millennial thing, right? I guess. Yeah, it's that. Everybody, yeah, it is that weird thing. I Kids now, we, were, we weren't raised on chicken nuggets, but our children have been. And I think Bennett is closer in age to our children than, than she, she is. is to us. She reminds me. And of that so she day. probably yeah. was reared on nuggets. And mm-hmm. what do parents do? They dump a little ketchup out and a little ranch out. And I guess it uh, it catches on early. It gets the hooks into these kids young, Sal. I guess so. What else I is she doing up it. in Canada but eating chicken nuggets and pineapples? You That's know? true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, uh, all right. All right. I, I got to I gotta get past it. Uh, Let's talk about pimento tonight. cheese. Yeah. Uh, I get. I'll start thinking about my Mets, or equally as bad as Ooh. the ranch on pizza. That's that's bad times. No, no, you don't get to talk about. You don't get to complain about the <laughs> Metropolitans. Go ahead. You could. No. Your Pirates. But Charlie Hayes' son's out. Right? How long is he out now? He's going to win now, we, of the year. Believe me, I have no interest in it. And there's a, there is a an important. We should lay down some hard and fast rules for our mm-hmm. fellow fans, Sal gambling and otherwise and you know you and i disagree on whether or not it's appropriate to ever bet against your team and really it's funny the pirates are kind of very quickly have emerged as so prohibitively atrocious Mm. much like the sabers were two weeks ago that like your pal todd Furman pointed out like it's getting to be so bad you can't really even bet against them because it's yeah. not worth it anymore because their pirates are going to win some games and then you're going to get killed doing it right they, right they, but you can't you can't bet against um you can't bet against your team but at least my expectations were nice and low if they if they didn't lose a hundred games it would be a success they are going to lose a hundred games well what's funny is it's not, it's not, not funny either. but you won the first game a little bit of hope my team had a wig a week to play. Jake DeGrom, you know, six shutout innings. They're up 2 nothing. All right, he threw 77 pitches. I get it. You got to take him out. You can't throw more than 80 in April. Uh, and then the floodgates open, and they lose, and I was so mad. And I won a lot of money, a decent amount of money on Baylor, and I couldn't even enjoy it because the Mets, I was like, oh, this poor son of a bitch, Steve Cohen, look what he did. He tries to make good with this disastrous team, and uh, it just can't do it. It can't happen. But – uh, so baseball's over for us, but we got it's golf. terrible. But I will say, I know before you jump into yeah. golf, I do want to say, what do you think about Eddie Spaghetti? Asked me this the other day, and I, I pass it mm-hmm. on to you. Is is Degrom now officially? I don't want to say jinxed, but maybe the most underappreciated guy because of what's around him, or is it in fact to to be very topical? Is it Kevin Durant? who is one of the top 10 best NBA players of all time. And it's kind of like people disparage him as much as any any high-end athlete that I can think of. Like, ah, he isn't this, and he isn't that, and he shouldn't be up to this, and he's too busy with that. And it's like, doesn't commit any crimes. One of the best players we've ever seen um, is better yeah. than Larry Bird or Magic Johnson, as great as they were. Eh, maybe not Magic. But anyway, um, Think a uh, uh, thoughts on on that too. Well, both uh, in the tri right it, it's tough to say he's underappreciated because he's won two Cy Young awards, right? And it came in third last year, isn't that right? He's got. Yeah, two. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, what's the word for it? Just the, I guess the most star crossed. I guess it just uh, sucks. It really does. I want one year for him to win 14, 15 games. Like, oh, yeah. we finally got the lot. We got the lumber behind him. Why, why can't we do it? Yeah, there are guys like there. I don't know if Durant's in that category too. I think everyone puts him in the top three or four. 
best player. I, it's tough, right? Because Barry Sanders was hamstrung by being on a bad team, but he would still be considered a top three or four. Are there guys who would have been better if not for their team? I think is right. Like they would have moved up an echelon. I guess if- I, I, well, I'm, I, I don't even know exactly how to couch it, but is Kevin Durant kind of, if people were to make their list, if people would always put Barry Sanders in the top five running backs, if anybody mm-hmm. put together their list of best running backs they've seen, I don't know if Kevin Durant gets that level of respect. I think people are anxious to hmm. leave him out of the, these conversations. Maybe I'm misreading things, but I feel like he, his dominance exceeds our appreciation for him as he, he's at the tail end of his prime or even past it. Now. Maybe but a little bit. One Maybe more, one more thing I, I will say to you. Yeah. Is it's over in the NBA. If if Harden and KD and Kyrie are all out on the floor for all the playoffs, <laughs> there is nobody who will be able to beat that. Why do you and think did they win? Did they beat the? That was a close game against the Celtics. Did they beat them? Oh no, I'm sorry. No, no they the they, Knicks they, were playing the Celtics. They whipped. Harden yeah. didn't play, and then KD didn't even come in right on Wednesday night until the second half. No matter, right. they annihilated Zion and company. But gotcha. I mean, they, they killed. They killed. Right. They killed Zion. But yes, I mean. I, we're overthinking this if we're trying to think like, well, maybe Embiid can give him trouble. No, it doesn't make a difference. They can score every possession just about. I'm looking now. I, I mean, this is just not a good day for me. The Mets get killed this morning. The Peterson gets rocked. Uh, I bet Randall under 21 and a half points. He scores 22 in a losing effort against the mm. Celtics. And uh, and this Bonetta thing with the, the goddamn ranch dressing on pizza. The it's ranch dressing upsetting. on top of your awful Sunday. Yeah. So look what I did. I made this great pizza. All right, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? I, it needs more flavor and more flavor and more different flavor. I don't know. She's a child. I don't know what to do. Um, all right, so we're kind of in no man's land here with this golf, right? We're recording this Wednesday night. They tee off at like 4.30 a.m. Pacific time, depending on what group they're in. It's fun, though, Thursday through Sunday. Masters, uh, I'll give you the odds now. They're, they're going to change, obviously, um, as it, uh, depending on – I mean, people might listen to this two weeks from now, Dave. Bryson I know Deschamps. I was just about to say, don't yeah. worry, just listen to Against All Odds because uh, you and the boys did a good job with it already. But if you're listening to us right now, then it's still too late to go and listen to Against yeah. All Odds. It's weird. I got it. And we do Against All Odds tomorrow on Thursday morning. I was like, Harry, we can't, I don't know what to tell you. We're not talking golf. It's going to be in the middle of the day when people pick it up. But anyway, heading into the tournament, Bryson DeChambeau. Now he's plus 950. He was a little behind Dustin Johnson. He and DJ are both plus 950. Justin Thomas, 11-1. Rom 12-1. Jordan Spieth, 12. Rory McIlroy, 19-1. I don't know if you saw Bryson hitting just uh, one after another as Vijay Singh watched on. Did you see that in Embarrassed? Yeah, what a weirdo. He he smirked. Bryson's a weirdo, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost elder abuse, I think, uh, against uh, Vijay Singh. (laughs) Honestly, it's like, yeah, watch what I do to this ball. You're going to stand there and You know, if you never have been introduced, if this Masters weekend is the first time you're ever going to sit down to watch golf, Mm -hmm. if you can track down this clip that Sal's talking about in advance, that will tell you everything you need to know about this guy. In fact, you don't even need to see him swing the club. How he aggressively grabs the balls that are tossed to him. That like overly like, (laughs) man, grab it out of the air. I'm owning this. I'm owning this catch. Like, settle down, jerk. Well, oh. he might be on some supplements that, um, you, know, <laughs> you think so, elicit certain reactions. Yeah. Have you, uh, I'm going to pick Patrick Reed. I'm going to bet, first of all, I bet six guys. I bet basically 
bet everything on the roulette wheel on the on the board there. But Fine. Morikawa, I like him young, 24 years old, very steady player. Spieth playing well, won the Valero. Uh, Cantley and Sheffield, uh, sorry, Shafley, Xander Shafley, very as steady as they come. Sung M Sung J M. Um, what was he second, second or third last year? I like his game lately. He was second. He was 15 under. DJ was 20 under. And Patrick Reed, who I pick against. People talk about someone people hate. Dave, that's who I'm going with. If you have to go with somebody uh, mid-round. Now, again, maybe he's on his way to not making the cut. But before tee-offs on Thursday, he was 32 to 1 odds. Um, you know, he won this thing in 2018. He won that La Jolla tournament by five in January. Second on the tour in birdie percentage per round. And uh, I like him. Do you have a, a favorite? You're not going Bryson here. I'm going with both of those. But I do think, no, with, with both those guys, with Reed and uh, and Bryce, whatever who, whatever strikes your face, there are different personalities, at least now, yeah. out on the tour, and that makes it more engaging. You need enemies. You need people to root I feel for, like you that too, to right? Like, uh, you could look. Tiger Woods was a hey, Tiger Woods was a heyday of golf, but... I don't know. Who was he up against? Colin Montgomery? Like who? I don't know. I like there's really like six or eight personalities that you could root for exactly. against every week. I'm going to go, but I'm going to go with you. You went through them back to back. Cantley and uh, Sheffley. Uh, mm-hmm. Cantley's uh, plus 2,200 mm-hmm. and, uh, and Xander is plus 2,500. I, th- I feel like that's fun. It's not going too obvious. It's not going with JT or with, uh, with DJ or somebody like that, but it's Somebody that I, I think these two guys make the cut. I think they're in contention. It's a nice payout if it comes true. So that's why. And then if you want an extra one, Adam Scott. Just throw Adam Scott. Not the actor. Not the or either way. Naomi. Either oh. way. Depends. Adam Scott eating ranch dressing mm-hmm. while he gets the <laughs> golf ball is is uh my long shot good bet. Well, um, let me just say you're in good company because Clay Travis picked Adam Scott on uh Fox oh, he did, Live. Huh? And you know, instead of having zero reasoning, which is par for the course, no pun intended, uh-huh. he said he's the most handsome guy on the links. So he did uh, provide some some um, well, I don't, semi-factual I, you know, information. That sounds uh, awfully close to something the uniformant might say, but oh. I will say this. This mm-hmm. is a, I'm glad that you mentioned this. Two, two critical philosophical sorts of things that we should all be debating. First of all, would you rather have a green jacket or a gold jacket? The mm. deed that comes a, a, along with earning gold. either or. Uh, we've had this conversation. I think gold is the correct answer. Um, yeah, and football's not just better than golf. Right. Yeah, right. Football. But they're both kind of ugly. We we did, actually this we discussed this. With, we did uh, this, yeah. Rachel. No, no. On on laugh lines, we just oh. discussed if you could have a green jacket, any green jacket. Which would you pick? Would you take the Masters jacket? Would you take Bill Murray's uh, right. green jacket and stripes? Uh, Joel Jim, what were some of the others that we? Oh, How about uh, Dick Williams' old satin A's jacket that oh, that's he used a good to wear one. in the in the dugout? That's yeah. a fun one. Um, what Travis do we say? Bickle oh, from- Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver uh, is another one. Oh, or Melania's uh, "I Don't Give a Damn," whatever the hell that that uh, crazy oh, jacket yeah. said. Remember, you want that yes. one, Dave? Well, I, went, I, went I, I think what's important with the green jacket, and if you can dial Bonetta back up, uh, I'd like her st- thoughts no, on this as well. Done. Um, cause I, I, I trust her more with, uh, sartorial matters than you, no disrespect to you, mm. Sal. Sure. Um, I really do get upset on Sunday with the guys in contention when they don't wear something 
that will complement the green jacket. That's stinking thinking. Oh, That's to me saying that they're not really even considering, you know, they always talk about a lot of these athletes do visualization of like succeeding. Mm. Well, part of that should be like, are these pants and this golf shirt going to go with that green jacket? And it's not an easy match to make. It's the Kelly. So green Tiger jacket. typically, well, typically it's in his contract. I guess he chooses the and whatever Nike gives him Sunday, he wears the red, right? I, the red shirt. I, I always was willing because I have a, a generous heart to give Tiger a pass on that because his thing was the red shirt on Sunday. Mm. So, okay, I let that one go. Right. But the guy who always did it best, the golden bear, Jack Nicholas, he would wear this green and gold plaided pants, <laughs> nice and subtle, with a with a pale yellow shirt that just went oh so nicely with that Kelly green jacket. Bernhard really? Longer, conversely, once... In fact, he's the guy. You want the nexus of this? Yeah. Nicholas is wearing his pale gold and his uh, his uh, plaid pants. And who gave him his green jacket? None other than Bernhard Longer, who, when he won it, wore bright red shirt and bright red pants. He thumped Holy his shit. nose at the U.S. of A's best tournament, the, wow. the Masters. This Longer comes over here and takes it, and then he and then he. He disgraces it with the Kelly green and uh, bright red as though it were Christmas Day. Fast. Nice. I agree. It's Thank not you. right, and and yet Harry bet him to uh, make the cut this week. That was one of his uh, one of his many bets on a uh, quick quiz Storm. for you, Sal. Yeah, I've got a very quick quiz. Past um, majors winners. Part of the fun of going through the odds, top to bottom. Yeah. In the Masters is like, oh, that guy is playing in the Masters this year. Wow, I didn't know he was still uh, really. I didn't even know he was alive, let alone past majors to- winners. Oh, yeah. Well, past majors longer- winners. Is he playing in this? Ready? Oh, tell me, Larry yeah. Mize. Yes, he is. He is playing in this. Very yeah. good. Jose I, I, Marie. He Jose is too. Maria. He is because I, I'm telling you, I know a few of these because I'm sorry. I have, first of all, I bet top Spaniard because I love betting top <laughs> Spaniard uh, because I think it's fun to say until they tell uh, us we're not allowed to say it, the Spaniard. <laughs> but it's either Rom, Serge Garcia, or Jose Maria Alathabal. Uh He is playing, Mize is playing. I did, they had a list of top, you could bet you saw top seniors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Ian so, Woosnam. I'm not positive about him. Is he on? Charles Schwartzel. Oh, he is, right? He is, yeah. He is. yeah. All right, you've, you, you've oh, aced it once yeah. again. No flies on you. Yeah, no. Uh, yes, but uh, Mickelson, who I think will not make the cut, I think he's tanked five of the last nine events and had like a 79 in November in Augusta. I think he Shouldn't doesn't make the cut. Shouldn't you love him more? I should, right? Yes, I don't understand. I? Yeah. I don't understand why Tiger Woods has captured the hearts once again driving mm-hmm. 88 miles an hour like he's uh, uh, Marty McFly and um, instead much, much worse results than the ones Marty McFly mm-hmm. um, got in uh, in that uh, documentary from the late 80s. Oh, um, right. But uh, I should definitely love him more. He's a you, gambler. This he is your guy, Chad. Oh, yeah. Whoa, he's, he's a lefty? Yeah, you're right. right. I should. Why don't I? I don't, I don't know. know. You don't, don't look at ask the man in the mirror for a for a good answer. I, right. I can't provide you with one. I don't know. He's a, just a step above uh, ranch dressing. That's basically what I'll say. I don't know. Hey, one of the best things about golf though is a gimme, right, Dave? What's mm-hmm. a gimme? What what on when you're playing golf with friends? What's a gimme? How many how many feet? Oh, this is one the old man taught me. I don't want to tell you a story, but the old man's always said when yeah. you're in match play, if you're playing competitively. Give it out. whoever you're playing with, always give it to them from 
from three and a half feet and in for really? the first 12 holes. But then after that, like, ah, it's starting to get close. Ah, you know what? We better put them out from here. And that gets in their heads. Oh, Good I tip like from, that. Uh, from the old man. That, it works, too. Three and a half feet like is, they get used is generous. To. I like that. Okay. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook is offering a gimme just for you. And not just for you, for your dad, everybody. Any new users can get 20 to 1 odds on Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, just to make the cut at the Masters. Get this in quick. Are you kidding me? 20 to 1 on... Any of those guys just to win the tournament is great odds. Just to make the cut, do it. Five bucks gets you a hundred. Take your pick. Three of the world's best golfers just to make the cut. You can win a hundred bucks on five bucks. There isn't much more of a gimme than that. And when you do win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. The world's best golfers tee off. Well, by the time you're listening to this Thursday morning, even more ways to win with America's number one sports book. Create your account using promo code extra points to get 20 to one odds. That's promo code extra points only on FanDuel Sportsbook. All right. So we got golf going on for the next four days. That's fun. Oh, back to baseball. I guess we should go back to baseball. See if you can. I don't know if you saw this, Dave, but Pete Alonzo was up to bat. And this was yesterday. And Jim, play this clip. Listen closely in the background. Three on the left side against Alonzo. And he drives one of the air to deep left field, back toward the wall. It's out of here. <laughs> it's 6-2. to two. They're up in the top of the ninth, and there's a guy right by one of the microphones, a fan who yells, hey, Pete, the over-under is nine. And Pete rips one over the left field wall. Three number, runs number nine and ten and put the game over. There it is again. Look at that. Look at that swing. Beautiful. Anyway, they end up winning 8-4, I think. So it went way over. But look at this. I Now, talk about who has to be my favorite. Alonzo, mm -hmm. definitely, you know, doing it for the fans, doing it for the betters. That guy probably had, who knows, $10,000 on, on Fandle on the over. I like that a lot. That was excellent. Yeah, that's a great moment in gambling and, uh, mm -hmm. and one uh, that we should circle as we look back 25 years from now. This was a seminal event in advancing it into the mainstream. Excited, too. New York, it sounds like, is about to open up. Yes. Yes, they're uh, opening up. Hopefully, Fandle gets one of the skins. And uh, yeah, they'll be on the docket. We're moving here, Dave. It's going to take over the world. Um, oh, NCAA. Sean Miller, the coach of Arizona. Wildcats. Gone. Uh, normally, I wouldn't care too much. But Sean Miller, over the years, has been compared looks-wise to my cousin and yours, Jimmy Kimmel. Now, mm. what's funny is... Back in the early days, well, he coached at Xavier, right? He was at Xavier. And they used to say, Jimmy looks like a fat version of Sean Miller. And then Jimmy <laughs> lost weight. And now I was like, oh, Sean Miller's like a fat version of Jimmy. And it's funny. It got me. Do you see that similarity at all when you look at them? Pull up a yeah, picture. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Remember, we did a bit about all the people who people tell Jimmy he looks like. That was oh, forever right. ago we did that. And at that time, I went with, he was well-traveled uh, pitcher, uh, Vicente Padilla. <laughs> right. I do remember that. Pull Sean Miller up for a second, Jim. We'll go one, one by one. What, what is that? What is that? He doesn't look like Tucker Carlson. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> All right. That's fair. And then there's the famous picture of him just drenched. His shirt is drenched. Uh, Jimmy and Sean Miller. So Sean Miller is no longer coaching. That's Vicente Padilla. Look, eh. it. You don't see that one? You don't see that Jimmy looks like that guy? A little bit. 
Yeah, the eyes. Maybe he's too young. Maybe it's hard for me. Yeah. Maybe. And then, a, and then, of course, and then, of course, um, I realized in uh, in the age of COVID, there mm-hmm. were about seven movies. Well, it's not over yet, but there have been about seven movies that just run ad nauseum. One of them, of course, has been Forrest Gump. And upon my 298th viewing, I noticed that Sal appears in it in the oh, you hospital recovering in the military hospital. Very close. <laughs> Look that at that. Is good. I thought you, you don't were going to say that, that looks exactly like you. It does look good. Yeah, it's pretty no. good. It's pretty good. I don't know. Am I mean, I, that's I crazy mean, how much that looks like fat, you know, like fat always, version of you. Everyone's always insulted with the comparison, right? I guess I shouldn't be insulted. That guy's probably no. thinner than me and, and, and better looking. Uh, and he's and he smokes, you. which means he's cool. <laughs> I get Jay Bruce a lot. Jay Bruce. Uh, really? Matt for a lot. Yeah. Jim, pull that up, Jay Bruce. I'm getting, you could even do Jay Bruce. Cousin Sal, I bet a few things uh, pop up. But Dave, yours is more obvious. After we look at this, I want to go into yours. yours Mine is, is obvious. Oh. oh, yeah. Now, I mean, you've even uh, made mention of it. Jim, if you can find Jay Bruce. You're a very, very handsome man. No, you didn't see it? I mean, I guess I no, see it a I don't, little I don't bit see in it. I don't eyes. see it in that one either. No, hold on. Jim, bring up a good one here. Jay Bruce. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's move on from me. I uh, I guess I don't look like Jay Bruce. I was told I was, but though these are well, just you're going to tell me who Bruce. I look like because I can tell you who I go feel ahead, like I me. look like. Yeah, go ahead. The uh, you know bottom six winger for uh, for your Pittsburgh Penguins right now, number twelve, Zach Aston Reese, Z A R, scoring some goals this year, and one of those goals is to be more highly regarded by the ladies. That's why he's going with three <laughs> days growth and. Not uh, uh, not too far off of one Dave Damashek. Uh, not too far, but uh, you don't see that a little the bit. Handsome I see devil. More Look at him, Seth MacFarlane, than anything in there. No, Seth MacFarlane. Look, Z A R W D D. Two handsome devils. All right, I'm gonna do how you spell it. But uh, Franco Harris, that's your doppelganger, oh, yeah, that's right? right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Many people are freaked out by that. I, that is one that I mean, I. You know, we've kibitzed with him, sat yeah. in the same room with him. And I'm always struck by people saying, boy, you look exactly like Franco. Yeah. I, I do not see it at all, but I but once- Well, that one put, picture you took side by side. I, yeah, I the know one, that's are, the one people on social media always go crazy. Like, look, I, he must be your father, right? I mean, although seriously, where's Mo Damashek? <laughs> <laughs> not that picture. Jim, that Jim what's the matter with you? Giant afro and a goatee is not going to- Jim, Jim is single-handedly destroying this fucking segment. My God. <laughs> Hold on. Look, now, up, there, if look, you up, look up on Damashek. my Twitter where I write happy Father's Day, Dad, or happy birthday, Dad. I got it like right that. here. It took four seconds to, to find. Just do Franco Harris, Dave Damashek. It'll pop up. Yeah, people are freaked by this one. Like they're like, "Well, I can't believe." It. <laughs> really? Really? Look that, like, that you're making the that, same. You have the same smile. You got, you have a three quarters commitment to a smile. Immaculate Jim, conception you- this time, Franco. Go get him thirty-two. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud of it. Let's, uh, Jim. I'm going to send it to you. How you do? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Ah, uh, look at that. That's <laughs> father and son. Are you kidding me? Got a be- I'm Franco with a better hairline. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> it's exactly you or him. However you want to look at it. That's, That's right. Really it's like, good. you know, when people say like, you know, um, owners start to look like their dogs or something <laughs> like that. Like uh, Franco, unfortunately, one of his fans, unfortunately, started to look too much like him. 
Sorry right. about that, 32. <laughs> no, no offense, pal. Joel Solomon uh, um, remembers a time when you were very upset with him for making a suggestion that you might look like. What did you do, babyface? What did you say? I said that perhaps uh, NBC and former Pittsburgh Penguin uh, Eddie Olchek but now uh, maybe Francisco Cervelli, a little Francisco Cervelli. I'll take that. Catcher. Listen, the, uh, I'm a swarthy man. You know, I, mm. I, I have uh, an olive complexion. If you put me out in the sun for 10 minutes, I'll uh, I'll return back inside bronzed. You know, it's a, the, <laughs> it's my way. And that's uh, that's Cervelli's way. That's, uh, that's Zach right. Aston Reese's way. You know, that's thank what you, you do. I guess. Bottom bring, line is yes, I appreciate it. You bring Dave and his olive skin out for ten minutes. You bronze him. You you take him inside and you dip him in ranch dressing. That's <laughs> the best way to do it. And by the way, uh, great uh, great month there for the uh, for the Miller clan, huh? I mean, first of all, Sean Miller. I cannot believe he was there for twelve years. That does not seem right. Is that seems right? Like it was That's about what it five was? or six. Yeah, seems like about five or six. Twelve years. So the Xavier comparison was. Was 12 years ago? Isn't that, I, I really, I couldn't, I, I was struck by that. And then Archie Miller, his younger brother, who right. as a, a reminder for uh, some uh, ACC or Big East fans might recall that um, Pitt wanted to interview the Pittsburgh native Archie Miller. He wouldn't even take the interview. He was too good for, for the <laughs> interview. Then he went to Indiana and uh, the Hoosiers fired him. So anyway, uh, good week for these two. Yeah, really? Now neither one. Now Pitt wouldn't call either one of these two guys. Is there another Miller in, in, in trouble? You don't want to be Miller. Look into right they come yeah. in threes. That's for sure. But Sean yeah. Miller also was the coach of of Arizona. Of course, mm -hmm. was on Johnny Carson as a wee lad, showing his dribbling talent. Right. And three, he is the man who distributed the ball to Jerome Lane when he sent oh, it in Jerome and right. broke the backboard. That's right. And he said, if had he known, he never would have done it. He's not into breaking backboards. Is that what he told Johnny? I don't know what he said. Breaking rules. That's what he's into. Yeah. Hey, on Monday, and Dave, you went over this on Minus 3. You got another episode coming out tomorrow with Kevin Hench. But I'm, mm -hmm. uh, you went over this. You and Spaghetti talked about the Jets trading Sam Darnold to the Panthers for three draft picks, a sixth-round pick in 2021, a second-round and a fourth-round pick in 2022. And... Well, so now who is this good for? I don't know. I'm looking at the odds. It doesn't seem to matter. Jets still 15 to one to win the AFC East. Carolina. Did you look at this, Dave? Yes, I did. Not the worst odds to win the South. Not the it worst. All, it Atlanta's all... got worse odds. Plus 750 for Carolina, according to FanDuel, plus 850 for Atlanta. These Obviously, odds are, are uh, they jump out at me, uh, mm. it, both the good, the the ones that seem too optimistic and then the ones that seem too pessimistic. And mm -hmm. it doesn't all have to do with Sam Darnold. As a reminder, the, the rumor out there, at least, is we'll see if he actually does it. But Kyle Shanahan really did move to heaven and earth to go get Mac Jones. I remain skeptical that that is the way this thing ends up breaking. But mm. Kyle Shanahan already succeeded with Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo in his last two NFL stops. Um, so what I'm getting at isn't that whatever Kyle Shanahan does is fine. There are certain coaches who are offensive masterminds, who their scheme works and they have confidence in it. There's a chance, too early to tell one year in with Matt Rule, that with what he wants to do, maybe this is, uh, it wasn't the Miller boys uh, month, maybe it is Baylor's month because Rule left Baylor. Oh. 
after um, turning that one around. Maybe he's about to deal with the Panthers because they've loaded up on defense. I know they lose Curtis Samuel, but they, if Tom Brady, who is a reminder, is in his mid-40s, um, does not star on the level he did, I, I think that's a fun one to throw a little something on right sure. now. Sure. Is now, the Tampa Bay's minus 150 to win the division. They lost five games, Tampa Bay, last year in the regular season. New Orleans plus 260. Then Carolina's plus 750. I'm not over the moon about Sam Donald going there. I think he'll be better. I don't know that he thrives in uh, necessarily in Carolina. But you know what? You get a free thousand yards when you go there, right? Dumping it off to Christian McCaffrey. That's nice. I, That's a nice a good, little bonus. That's like right, they gave him. They're like, yeah, yeah, they punched his ticket after three horrible years in New York. Like, all right, you earned this. Here's a free thousand yards. And here's DJ Moore. And you remember Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson must be like, what the? Why can't I get away? What am I doing? What <laughs> his am reaction I doing? wasn't yeah. inspired, but he's seeing I'm with ghosts. You completely. I think they ghosts. can be competitive. They're, they're loaded up on defense, which isn't rules, Ballywick. What is mm-hmm. is offense. He's one of these progressive 21st century young kind of guys. And people have kind of moved on from that because Teddy B didn't prove to be the right fit here, but you know, any change away from Gase, I know that there's pushback now to the pushback on whether Adam Gase ruins QBs or not, but this is definitely an upgrade for Darnold to, to move down there with, uh, with rule. Uh, and I think it maybe is one of those spots where it's more important who the, uh, the play caller is than the, than the guy at the trigger in year yeah. two for rule. I would yeah. not be surprised to see them, win double-digit games this year. Mm, interesting. It's not a foregone conclusion that he's starting, though, Sam Donald. At least no. according to the uh, odds makers, he was minus 400. I think Bridgewater, obviously, still in the mix there. Uh, again, I don't know what it does for the Jets. We can go over. I mean, it's that seems to be a foregone conclusion. If you want to go over NFL draft odds, number one, Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville, Coach Myers guy, minus 6,000. Can't even really touch that. It's going to happen. Uh, Zach Wilson, Impressed in pro day or whatever else anyone's seen when him on tape, minus 1050 for the Jets to take him. Fields is seven to one. Here's what's interesting. Fields seven to one. Mac Jones 50 to one. All right. So now if you get to the third pick and the 49ers, as you mentioned, Mac Jones favored at minus 210. The guy who's 50 to one to go second is minus 210 to go third. I get it. It's just a different operational thing. Fields is plus 160 to go third. Trey Lance, three to one to go third. That's a good bet. You could, you know, not a runaway in there. And then you no. got uh, Zach Wilson at 12 to one. If, uh, if for some reason the Jets were going to pass on him, I don't know. I agree with you. I don't think it's necessarily Mac Jones. It could be a Trey Lance. It could be the idea that Jimmy G sticks around and Trey Lance, it's there for six or eight games or even a year. I know we don't see that a lot anymore, but that could be the plan right there for Shanahan. Uh, a few things. One, we don't know what Zach Wilson is because he played behind a high-end offensive line. So, mm-hmm. the, so, so the boundless enthusiasm for him is a little bit weird. I get it from Joe Douglas because the main thing that it does is if you watch Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold sort of in a side-by-side way, blur your eyes, they're not terribly different guys. Sam Darnold has a terrible propensity lifelong to throw interceptions, but it's not 
a massive clear cut. Well, obviously you got to go with Zach Wilson. If Sam Darnold's on your roster Mm -hmm. kind of situation, what it gives you is, and people need to keep this in mind that in the free agency age, as we just see now, Darnold's option does get picked up by Carolina questionable. If the jets were going to do that, what it does is allow Joe Douglas and the jets to just reboot all the way back to a QB on his rookie deal for the next four years before they have to worry about what he does. And they can fill out the rest of that roster. Right. I think that Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, to my eye, are are pretty close. And I think the most optimistic comp I can come up with for Justin Fields is Steve Young. I know that's a heavy one to throw Whoa. out there, but that guy he was said, good. He was very good. He now he threw it left handed, and okay. Justin Fields does not throw it left handed. But I think there are some similar uh, uh, skills there. And the big winner to answer your question is, well is if Justin Fields does not go at three and I don't know, the Falcons don't do something at four, don't trade back out of that spot. Mm -hmm. There's a decent chance that one, the Panthers could still use that eighth pick on either Lance or Fields. And at number nine, the Broncos without doing anything might end up in a great spot and getting one of those guys. And they might even get a choice between those two. That would be the steal of the draft. if, If both those guys, are sitting there for them. And the other thing is, I think it's Fields. I think it ends up being Fields for Shanahan, knowing nothing about what Kyle Shanahan wants to do in that spot. But it's awfully arrogant to be like, my system will work. I put Mac Jones in there. He's Tom Brady Jr. That's what I'll turn him into. Is I mean, that's not the way football's tracking. Tom Brady discounted right. from that conversation. One, and, uh, and two, Trey Lance is the one guy so far in this draft who, for what it's worth, did go under center and run a lot of play action. And what does Kyle Shanahan like to do? Run play action. Well, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. I said Justin Fields. Justin Fields at three. But beware Trey Lance and all this nonsense about them taking back Joe. Because Trey Lance, it does set up that they could keep Jimmy G for the year. I'm not a big fan of learn at the knee for a year. Well, that's my pick. That's exactly what I just said. That's what they're going to do. Trey Lance, three to one odds. That's uh, it. Sits that for makes the year. sense. One thing that's not discussed, um, and and all the Jets' woes and everything, and we, you know where Sam Donald could have had help, and where Wilson could have help, or whoever ends up on the Jets, they're running backs, garbage. The last five seasons, you talk about oh, this team hasn't had a thousand yard rusher, not even close. In 2016, Matt Forte had 813 yards. Bilal Powell, 772 and 17. Isaiah Crowell, 685. These are tops. Le'Veon Bell, your guy, 789 in 2019. And Frank Gore, 653. Top rusher for the New York Jets. That's where they got to get help. They got to get lucky in the third or fourth round there, right? With a running back? That would help. That's why I think there was some logic to, unless they really didn't like Darnold, which I'm convinced that they didn't with the the, uh, pleasant send-off. They gave him, hey, great kid. You know, hard yeah. worker. He's going to succeed. I wish him the best. Um, that maybe if you got an offensive lineman that high up there, paired up with what they did last year, um, that maybe that would help Darnold. And then you in the second round go yeah. with a running back. But um, Bilal Powell, by the way, helped deliver uh, the Cool Cats one of its championships. I don't know if you forgot. Yeah, that. that's starting another, running I mean, that's back. That's basically in a the only good game. thing he ever did. Like for well, that was great. No, I know yeah. that was exciting. Um, yeah, but then that's the debate that I don't think you and I have ever engaged in but it, it as tempting as it is as a Steelers fan and as lousy as they've been in the backfield since Levy and Bell refused to um mm. hit the field it feels like a major deficit but 
I guess you have to wait till the second round. It just uh, I for can a make running a, back. I can talk yeah. myself into ATN or uh, or Williams or Najee Harris, but I guess it just makes sense to do the right thing and fix the offensive line. But um, yeah, I guess you're not supposed to take sure. a running yeah, back. Najee the- Harris is the favorite to be the first running back drafted minus one forty. ATN plus one fifty. Javante Williams plus three eighty. I mean, that's a nice tandem right there. Uh, Harris Williams, Kenneth Gainwell, ten to one. So. Yeah, they're uh, Trey Sermon we liked, right, with Ohio State. Uh, Chubba Hubbard, it's got to be one of your favorite names, um, 39 to 1 to be the first running back drafted, but he will go probably in the first two rounds. Um, I mean, we're dancing around this, and we haven't talked about it since the, the allegations came out, but the Panthers were kind of forced to do this. They would have gone out of their way to at least make an offer to Deshaun Watson, who – Grew up in the Carol, grew up in the South, went to obviously went to college in Clemson, right? Southern guy. Carolina was on his list for sure. They would have made a push. Not anymore. More than 20 women, 22 women, 22 cases of civil lawsuits and a couple of criminal um, alleging misconduct by him. Masseuses. Nike suspended him this week. Beats by Dre. Dave, these uh these are open. These um they, you, they could jump on you any second now. You might get a call by Beats by Beats Dre. Beats by Dre? Yeah. I'm in. There you go. Beats by Dave. Um, so then uh, Deshaun Watson counters and brings forth 18 massage therapists in support of him. <laughs> so, Who knew, know. for real, The the uh, I'm sure your brain goes I don't mean to laugh. Like, yeah. No, but in the uh, Houston is, is just about um, our third biggest city did you know mm-hmm. that it's about to pass uh chicago is that right most populous uh city houston mm. texas is and a, and a lovely place delicious food rangy foods anyway put it in um, as much as it has good, going for yeah. it who knew that there were as many as 40 massage therapists in the houston area i mean where where are all these people coming from well, i it think sounds- they're in the houston area there's some are all maybe all when he is- goes on the road or everything well first of all that that's one thing right like don't you have if you need Obviously, it appears there's something else going on, but you, you, you—it's suspicious if you don't have a designated team working on you, right? One or two, or the same two or three uh, massage therapists, right? I'm so naive. These are the things I don't think about. You're exactly right, right? Yeah. Of course, there's a team yeah, person who could do that for multi, you if you need multi, a, a rub, of course, right? Yeah. Also, I don't know—is this a smart move to like, uh, okay, I didn't kill these 22 people because? Because here's 18 people that I I could prove to you I didn't kill. Like, I don't know what kind of, I don't know if I was his, uh, maybe is why I didn't make it in law very long, but it doesn't seem like this is the right move. Like, like, yeah, no, these are my friends. Right. That doesn't, right. That does nothing to disprove. Yeah. Right. Whether it doesn't mean, yeah, that's always a, a a shaky defense is like, I can introduce you out to the people that think I'm a nice guy, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't think he's the, playing next year. I don't think he is. I mean, it, it, it looks so bad that the that the Panthers had to get Sam Darnold. That's how bad it looks. <laughs> right. It is. It is the multiple accusations, and mm-hmm. I said that a, a month ago when it first came up. That um, it really is the 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 standard that Goodell has established for himself, and now I guess they vend that out to. Um, a third party to determine length of penalty mm-hmm. and all that, but it's that roller coaster thing of the first big one that I remember. I don't did Vic get shut down first or did Roethlisberger? I don't remember how it went, but that those were and then Vic, Ray right? Rice. It was like 
whoa, Roethlisberger for four or five games? He hasn't been charged with a crime. And then you're into the place that Goodell didn't want to get into, which is this mm. is a bad look for our league. Yeah. Um, but okay, now we're parsing the 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 terms of like how many games and like what did he do and what are the is it a felony or is it a misdemeanor? Well, no charges and like ugh, now you've brought more conversation around this. Yeah. On and then, but you can't get it right. You're never gonna be like five games, too many, four, Ray Rice, only that many for what he did and all that. You could see that Deshaun Watson is that kind of nullified or certainly cooled any trade talk because even the accusations, once you get a couple reasonably, Goodell and company are going to have to, you know, we've never seen him, anything right? like this. We've never seen anything like this with an including athlete, including the coverage, including the coverage. It's weird. People yeah. are nervous about over reporting it or something like they're like, I don't know if we're supposed to be saying I, they, that this I is cold hard fact you, or what. You, like, remember Tiger Woods, and it was like Radar.com says, oh, he had another mistress. And there's up to 17 mistresses. Obviously, it's a different story. It's consensual. There was no, I don't think, sexual misconduct alleged. This is this is different, man. It's so different. And I was like talking to Benetta about it. I'm like, all right. She's like, what, what do you think the punishment will be? I'm like, I'm asking her as a woman. I'm like, do you think this is worse than the Ray Rice thing? And she's like, what? Of course not. Well, I. And then you like catch yourself. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't know. The Ray Rice thing is forever damning because there's video and it's a horrific thing to watch. And that's why he never played again. This, if it's right, is 22 women. My God, this is right. right? He's not punching them in the face, but 22 women. You, you can't pretend to care about women and the league is in support of women if this guy plays again anytime soon. He's, again, the precedent that's been established a few times over now, but, you know, with uh, with this kind of uh, accusation, this kind of charge, I mean, he certainly is going to get, you would think, a minimum of three games, right? He's, so oh, yeah. it makes him oh, at yeah. least, but, you know, he's not going to be, what what team now, what would have to happen before a team would stick its neck out now and say like, yeah, we'll trade for him, no. you know, and it, it's a bizarre kind of flip because everybody was, I, I think part of it um, is a lot of people talking about this are football reporters, football talkers and mm. stuff. And two months ago, six weeks ago, everybody was saying, poor Deshaun Watson, he can't get a, he, right. he can't get a fair shake from. So then those same people must flip and say, okay, well this stinks. I, and I think those people who are obviously three-dimensional human yeah. beings understand that this is worse, but it is, it does require you to suddenly flip because all we talked about was, look at, he does a lot of nice stuff um, around Houston right. uh, charitably and um, and elsewhere. And he's a good guy by all accounts. It's it's very, um, like you say, it's, it, I don't know, unprecedented. Bill Cosby was Dr. Huxtable. Well, Tiger Woods, what did we think yeah. about him other than he was a goody-goody who like, I, I hope I go out and I can win the Masters. And yeah. I, hope I, you I know, mean, like, this is a little, I know, it, it, it's different. Well, I'll, I'll well, say these this. Are crimes, if the, two, if the or, criminal charges out of the 22 women become like seven, then it's a different ball game. It, it still could be really, really bad for him and should be if these are proven to be um, uh, accurate allegations. But if it's the criminal sanctions, if it goes to seven accusations and that the, you know, that the DA wants to pursue... Then not going to see him for a while. Well, right. He's, I mean, yeah. listen, I hate to be so grim, but he's going to, but the accusations are grim. He's going to go to, he's going to go to jail, isn't he? Yeah. I was, you I don't was, get away. Like, it, I don't know, know anything about it. I don't know. What I defer kind of to you on that. Make. Like if you're char, if you're accused credibly by what? 
three or four women are like it seems like yeah. that's the sort of thing you go away for. Depends like, ah, all right, you're on probation, but you better not do it again, kind of. Right. Kinda I think they'll make an example of him for sure. Um, all right, let's end on a, a positive note. Uh, you see Aaron Rodgers hosting Jeopardy? I did see it. I don't know what was going on with the hairdo. Um, it's so funny. Did- Harry said the same thing. He's like, oh, I don't know the hair. I was like, Harry, you haven't had hair in, in 33 years. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, no, I know. But uh, uh, yeah, I was wondering, I don't know if like some hair person at the Hollywood center studios is like, let's do something fun today. And he's like, all right, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a pandemic or maybe he's just engaged. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Is that yeah, it? that's right. Yeah, yeah. Man, he thumbs his nose at this. Yeah. Guess what? I'm, uh, I'm one of the all time great quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm married to her. I'm getting married to her and mm-hmm. now I'm hosting jeopardy because, uh, because I can pull it off. Screw. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you think about my hair jerks, you know? Right. I kind of like, yeah, he was great. And you know what? I could definitely see him doing it. He wants to do it. He wants to do it during the season. He wants to. (laughs) During the season, he wants to do it somehow. Brad Doherty talks about NASCAR on TV. He plays basketball. He plays a basketball player. If he's allowed, Rolf Benershka hosted Wheel of Fortune. But that was post. That was after, right? Like, uh, Rodgers wants to do it mid-season. I don't know how he's going to do it. I know they could put a few in the can, but um, his services are needed in the NFL from very soon to through January or February. Fortunately, fortunately, I highly doubt Jeopardy or any other game show is coming calling for Ben Roethlisberger to host because if oh. he went in there and did a week of hosting on a game show and said, I'd love to do this full time, they'd be like, see, he doesn't care. Brady would never do that. Right. Breeze would never do something like that. Aaron Rodgers, though, he gets the pass. No, Big I like Ben, I think, would be wearing a sling by Thursday, the first Thursday episode <laughs> somehow. A brain sling. The wait, answer it as a question. It's too much. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, did you see what the one guy wrote who tanked the final Jeopardy? He didn't know the answer. He bet zero and wrote who decided to kick the field goal, whatever it was, obviously referring to the Packers. Very funny. Instead of going on fourth and five, they kicked the field goal and it bit him in the ass against Tampa. Kind of stunned Aaron Rodgers. But I was thinking about it. What is, uh, how far can you go with that as a contestant before the producers jump in? (laughs) Right? <laughs> like, can I wrote, uh, like, can I write Dave Damashek is an unconscionable asshole who knows nothing about fruit? Well, and then, until like, you well, try. But then, if the producer sat me down and said, uh, you know, just put a question mark, we're not letting you do it. I'm like, no, no, no. That's really my answer. I want to see if it's right. Don't you tell me. I'll get standards and practices in there. What yeah, would they right. do? What could they yeah, do? Yeah, right. I, I think, I think you got to slow roll it. You uh-huh. know, you got to earn your keep, show that you can play ball the first one, but episode two and on, if you get on a roll, they, you know, they're, they're going to play whatever song you want to play. You're the champ. You're the reigning champ. I like, <laughs> what's the, I once I did that once. I, I it was a fun quiz to play mm. with my NFL media colleagues was what, when it was like, you're, I, I, this was now, I don't remember seven, eight years ago for some reason I was sitting down with Roger Goodell on camera. Mm. Um, and the uh, my boss was like, just be careful, would you please? I'm like, what? Well, what am I going to do? What do you think I'm going to say? And then that started my brain spinning. <laughs> like, what could I say to Roger Goodell that would have them say on live television, "That's it. We we're, we we can't finish. We're not going to finish. That was that was too out of line." Without being completely insane, what's a, what's a sentence I could mm. say or a you question I might throw at him? It'd be like, out of bounds. Like <laughs> 
Did you ask him or did you just uh, let it fly? No, I didn't. I, I, uh, I, as it turns out, I did not uh, roll the dice and you see if I could get fired live on TV. But I, I thought about it. Okay. It's a fun game to play. What's the one thing you could say to the to a commissioner of a major sport right. that would get you well, pulled off the air immediately? I feel like it, every two years, people would screw with Alex Trebek and, uh, with a weird answer. But <laughs> Rogers got it the first week. I wonder if that would be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> just F with them. Scale uh, of one to 10. How mad are you that they didn't yeah. draft a wide receiver in, in 20? <laughs> right, that, that was crazy, interviews. right? I can't take it. I quit. Get somebody <laughs> else in here. Uh, all right, Dave, we covered a lot today. We covered we um, ranch dressing, covered golf, covered Pete Alonzo. We covered fans calling out their shots with over-unders. That was fun. So we, yeah. who'd you say? Do you go Trey Lance three? It's going to be the Lance worst if it's Mac Jones. I'd be mad if I were a Niners fan. Yeah, I think uh, Trey Lance. I think you could make some money on that bet. The number three pick until we find out it, it's definitely going to be one of them probably it, in the next week or so. It does add up based on exactly what you said. Yeah. That this is all smokescreen. And, and I love the nonsense that people buy. People who do this year after year and covering the draft are like, mm. well, but it's clear. Shanahan made it clear that he likes Mac Jones. That's why he did right. it. Now everybody's just like, yeah, well then etch it into the scrolls. It must be true if if uh, if the coach said it. Like, what? How many times do you have to hear that they lied all, the whole time until the draft? What are right. you talking about? What like he it. said. That's what they're interested in. I'm excited. When is that? Three weeks from tomorrow? It's coming or up. Th th Thursday? Yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Exciting. I'm sorry. We'll dude. talk. Uh, these we'll meaningless talk hockey games, these meaningless basketball games. Wait. Oh, stop. Uh, uh, how many times you have to see it? Let's just get, let's get some NFL draft going. We're coming we'll down the wire, Sal, of the regular season. No, this is wire. There's still six weeks left in hockey. Oh, you stink. And, Listen, and eight in basketball. It's crazy. What else stinks is uh, the, over the last two games, the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I have to give a shout out. To spaghetti. Sometimes we we don't get along on minus three, and tomorrow <laughs> we'll do a new one. Hench will be in there to talk his jive, mm -hmm. and we'll you know we'll uh, we'll suffer spaghetti and I emotional wounds at least. But I have to say, Eddie Spaghetti comported himself with nothing but class mm. on Tuesday night as his Rangers not only defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins but shamed them eight mm. to four. It was and it was worse than that. Not not one text, not one tweet, not anything from Eddie Spaghetti. And I think he showed a lot of class on that night. Wow. Is he here? Spaghetti's down. not here right now, right? All right. Good. He's probably whooping it up. He's just throwing a party behind your back. He's celebrating. I don't like, like I don't, I don't business. like I don't, what I don't like. And what I won't stand for is people dropping me a line. I would never drop a line to anybody after mm. my team whips theirs in a big game. I would never be like, ha ha. That's not the way to be. Right. That's not how we do it. Well, he also, he knows they play again in like 43 minutes. So what's he going to do? It's going to be <laughs> also true <laughs> rematch. All right. Yes. Uh, laugh lines with Rachel Bonetta and Jocelyn Hughes. And yeah, what do we got? Lemon pepper parlay guys, betting Academy. We'll have something out. Uh, card wars. Oh my God. Paula Duke opened a $125 pack, pulled me up a thousand dollar card, a LeBron card, right? Joel. That is correct. Uh -oh. Paul pulled a, a, a big LeBron James uh, card, and I, I think he's in the lead. We'll find out next week. I think uh, so, too. Just I also that. realize there's a lot of wiggle room to cheat. There's a lot of wiggle room to pinch from my dime bag here where they could say, yeah, we bought a card. Yeah, that box cost uh, $180 when it was really just $60. They struck a deal with the guy, and because their whole life isn't on film, well, I'm never going to know. But I, I guess I just have to trust him, Joel. That's one thing we didn't uh, we didn't massage the rules the best we could. 
We didn't. It's I don't know. It's not <laughs> like we can check them for steroids. Like it's like a steroid test. Like we're uh, we yeah. That's true. Sure. Yeah. That's true. We can't. I just hope. Uh, I just hope that we get that this ends with them being like we turned all that money, Sal, for you into this giant gallon, the ten gallon thing of ranch dressing. There you go. <laughs> That's it. I don't. I'm trying to think what would be worse, that or if they just, you know, they're right by the track, Dave. They they, they spend their days betting horses <laughs> and they spend their nights at these card shows. So I'm gonna I'd lose this money. I prefer that somehow. as long as you have cameras on them and turn it into a, so. an expose of a reality show. That this is what these ne'er do wells are doing, thinking they're pulling a fast one on you. Yeah. That'd be a fun, a fun show to watch. That would be fun. Uh, Against the odds is another one. Check out all our podcasts, extrapoints.com. You can see them all. We roll them out there. Oh, who's on next week, Joel? We got well, we getting like real guests here, right? Per Dave's request, Dave uh, asked for one guest, and Mina Kimes will be here next oh, week. Oh, we got Kimes. All right, she's dynamite. That's going to be good. We got to. We'll ask her immediately about ranch dressing, and if she um, gives the correct answer, she'll we'll, she'll stay and talk with us. That'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. There you go. Extrapoints.com. Like I said, a reminder: you may feel like underdogs, but please remember: don't ever dip your pizza in ranch dressing. See you next week.